Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to a special draft coverage podcast from Fans First Sports Network. My name is Tim Lynch, and I have here with me today Chris Hart. Uh, we're both writers at Mile High Report, and Chris here is kind of like our draft expert. And we're going to be breaking down um, players each day uh, that we think the Denver Broncos might be looking to to draft. Uh, you know, they don't have a lot of draft picks, so a lot of these prospects that we're going to be covering are going to be kind of later in the draft, day day two, late day two, day three kind of players. Uh, first one on the docket uh, here today, we'll, we're going to cover. Uh, Auburn running back Tank Bigsby, who uh, is six foot, 200 pounds. Uh, looks like he ran a four, five, six, 40. Um, what can you tell us about him, Chris? Sure. Um, one of the reasons why uh, I want to take a, a deep dive into Tank Bigsby is just because the Broncos uh, are still in need of a running back with uh, the ambiguous situation surrounding Javante Williams' injury and the fact that they don't really have too many other people on the roster. Uh, they signed Samaje Perrine, but outside of that, th- there really isn't anyone to write home about. Uh, one of the reasons why I really like Tank Bigsby coming out of Auburn is just because he's been a really highly productive back for the first uh, three years that he was there with the Tigers. Um, as Tim had mentioned earlier, he's six foot, uh, 200 pounds. He ended up improving on his four five six that he ran at the combine to a four four five at Auburn's pro day. So he does have some good speed. Uh, one of the best things about him is he, he's, he's a really violent runner. Um, he, he's kind of reminiscent of Javante Williams in that regard that he's so good after contact. Um, 25% of all his rushing yards at Auburn uh, came after initiating contact, uh, which was about 700 out of 3,000 yards. 
Um, he's really physical. Um, he's going to be a great short yardage option for the team if they were to draft him. Uh, great in goal line situations. He had 25 total rushing touchdowns in three years, so he's extraordinarily productive. One of the other uh, great things about him as a player is he, he's got great vision. He understands cutback lanes, um, allowing blocks to develop ahead of him. Um, and he's really good in the open field uh, and, and getting to that second level and being able to create for himself in space. Um, there are only a couple of concerns that I'd have about him. Um, he, uh, he had about four fumbles a couple of years ago that he lost. And by my count, had about seven lost fumbles in his total three years there. So ball security is a question. Uh, another uh, a reason for concern or why he might go a little bit later than people might think uh, is uh, he's not the greatest pass catcher. But then again, the Tigers offense didn't really feature him that much as a receiver out of the backfield. Um, he did have 30 receptions last season um, as, a, as a junior, uh, which shows he, he can catch the ball. But he's not someone who is being split out wide or being tasked to do certain things. Um, like some other backs in this class may be in that regard. Um, other than that, one of the other negatives I might have from him is there were some games where he's kind of just absolutely silent. Um, there was a, a five-game stretch this past season where he did not have over 60 yards a game. But then again, that's really not all on him. Auburn's offensive line was kind of a disaster. Um, so we won't really hold that against him. But I, I do like him as a fit for the team because he, he's one of those backs in this draft that I do believe offers true three down potential. Um, and the fact that he's a really productive short yardage option and a goal line option uh, is great. Uh, we can always use something like that. And uh, he, he does have the ability to get better as a receiver. So to uh, have a, a guy like that uh, be a potential selection for them would, would be a good idea. And I'm not sure if Denver would consider him at 67 or 68 at the top of the third round, but if they were to move back or acquire more picks, I think he would be a, a fair value there for the team. Where, where do you think he'll end? He'll, he'll end up going. I, well, it, it's, it's hard to know because this, this draft class is so loaded with running backs uh, from the top to the bottom. Um, but uh, the advantage he might have over some other prospects is the fact that he he truly is a weapon that has that three down potential. He's not really a, a, a gimmick guy, but uh, do you, what do you think he might slide into the fourth round or do you think he's a solid third rounder? Uh, I would say he's on that verge of, you know, end of the third, early fourth round. Um okay it's just one of those things where it's really hard to guess with running backs because every team values something differently and every team in the league needs multiple running backs in order for their offenses to work. But uh, I, I have him graded. like I think he's a top 100 player for sure. But with the fact that running backs tend to sort of fall in the draft because it's not a, a premium position like it used to be, uh, the days of Ricky Williams and teams, you know, going top five, top 10 on running back are pretty much over. But, I would say, you know, somewhere between the Broncos' first third round selection and their first fourth round selection is probably where he'd go. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the top 50 are usually pretty easy to predict, but once you get past that, you know, it all depends on 
guys that the teams teams just fell in love with and it could be all over the map in terms of projecting where they're going to go but if it's a, a deep running back class you know that that usually tends to push guys further back than they would normally go because if there's a lot of good running back talent uh somebody's going to slide so um good yeah i mean this is this is great it sounds like uh his running style is a little bit like javante williams but uh maybe sounds like he might be more of an upright runner than Javante. Um, right. Yeah, I don't think he, you know, with, with Javante, you, human bowling ball on the field who knows how to absorb contact and get low. We, we see that on tape. We saw him, you know, run over defenders like that. But with Bigsby, he's very upright in his running style. Uh, this is a, a shout out like Eric Dickerson style. Uh, he can take some punishment, but runners who run upright like that tend to actually get a lot of injuries in the pros. So that was one of the things I was concerned about him because he doesn't really do a good job, not necessarily, I'm saying, have to shy away from contact, but getting low, getting your pads low and absorbing that contact, he just kind of takes it head on. Um, so that is a cause for concern. But, uh, yeah, he's a very tough and physical runner, and uh, I think that – for goal line, too. I mean, Sean Payton is definitely – going hard uh run scheme you know it looks like it's this offense is turning into is going to be turned into a run oriented offense so having a bruiser like that in the goal line situations even with jump volunteer williams back um because you know they've been flirting with the possibility of bringing latavius maria back but it it really seems like they the the reception there by by peyton staff is a little lukewarm right now uh maybe that changes after the draft um, but they need a goal line back. Uh, and I, you know, that's, if they don't bring Murray in, that's, that's one style of runner I'd be looking for in the draft. Yeah. It's it, it just one of those things. And, and we hate to say it, or we hate to cast any doubt on the future of Javante Williams, but tearing your ACL, tearing your PCL, your MCL, multiple ligaments, uh, a very yeah. catastrophic injury. And all of us in Broncos country are hoping that he can get back as soon as possible but I think the realist in all of us and, and the pragmatic approach that uh, George Payton and Sean Payton should take when evaluating backs in this class is you kind of have to go into the season maybe thinking that we might not even have Williams around until the later December. part of the year. Yeah. And I mean, frankly, it's a two-year injury, to be honest. I mean, yeah, to fully recover for something like that, you can come back and play football but you're not going to be the same for two years you know it's just yeah and it's it's unfortunate to you know think like that or whatnot but that that's whether the the thought of Javante Williams being the player that he could have been or what we saw the chances of that are probably slim and none but we're hoping so but at the very least this is such a loaded running backs class with a ton of options I Gotta think they just be, it. yeah, you know, it does, you know, I would be fine with 67 or 68 being one of those running backs or whatnot, but uh, it, skill sets and guys like Bigsby, he's going to be a productive pro runner. I have no doubt about that. So it, it'd just be great to add someone like him into the mix, even if uh, his positives as, as a player are kind of more replicable to who's on the roster right now but yeah he, he'd be a good pick i think okay well we'll we'll wrap it up there um on on tank bigsby and then yeah tune in tomorrow we're gonna we're gonna dive into 
I think we're going to uh, cover uh, another Auburn player um, in the next uh, show, Colby Wooden. Uh, anyway, this is Tim Lynch and Chris Hart from um, Fan First Sports Network, uh, and have a good one. Go Broncos.